Welcome to the Avanti Woman Podcast. With each episode, each conversation, we aim to empower, connect, and build women to move forward, feel confident, and thrive in healthcare, finance, entrepreneurship, and philanthropy. We're glad you're here. Good morning, ladies, and everyone tuning in. I'm Nairi, your host, here with my colleague, co-host Sarah Seatalk, and welcome to the Avanti Woman podcast. Our topic today is the first in a three-part series on women and entrepreneurship, and today we focus on mindset. Uh, we welcome back our guest, Rayana Starr from Catalyst Coaching Solutions. A week ago, we had a great discussion on women and entrepreneurship, and Rihanna, you shared with us some very insightful and factual information. It was so good and you have so much knowledge. So we decided to dive deep, take it further and create a three-part series where you can really help women understand the intricate nature of entrepreneurship and break it down for us so we can focus on and master the fundamentals so we can build a strong foundation. So welcome, Rihanna, and tell us, why mindset? Well, thanks, Nairi and Sarah, for having me back again and for such a warm welcome and great opportunity to meet more women entrepreneurs because, man, we really have to stick together and help each other out and lift Definitely. each other up and inspire and support rather than compete. So I love mixing with women like you too. Well, we so had such a nice pleasure. session last week that we, we said we have to have Rihanna back. Absolutely. Well, thanks. Yeah. And um, so what uh, mindset, you know, there's the, the foundation of the coaching that I do with entrepreneurs, women entrepreneurs and real estate investors are the two niches that I work in is mindset, everything starts there, and then habits, and then accountability, which will be the two other series. But with mindset, the reason I say everything starts there is if perception is projection, you know, what you perceive and what you believe is what you see out in the world. So if you have fears or limiting beliefs that are stopping you, that is impacting your reality. If you have a fear of public speaking, for example, mm -hmm. and you need to market your business and you need to do videos or you need to get out there and network and, and talk to people, that fear is stopping you from doing anything else. And oftentimes a fear is a little thing that if you really track it down, it's something that can be dealt with, but it's holding up this entire process or limiting beliefs. I'm working with a client right now that got really bad programming from her mother and her father. And I'm working with her mostly on mindset. She's a real estate investor. And <clears throat> she has all these things that she was programmed to believe about herself that just aren't true. I said, I know they're not true because that's not how I see you. I wish you could see you how I see you because, so I tell her, you know, it's like you were told a lie that you believed for your whole life. And I'm here to tell you it's a lie. Yeah. And now we have to replace that programming. Well, so 
I mean, this is interesting because while you're sharing that, I'm actually just thinking through my head, Nidia, I'm sure you're doing the same thing. It's like, what is that thing? And I can just say, even with social media, I have a fear with that, even though we've got, (laughs) we have um, the Avanti woman, we're constantly posting and we have our podcast, but I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not comfortable being out in the front. I like to kind of be behind the scenes, but I'm here. But so how do we, what do you do? I mean, how do you get over that fear? How do you get past that fear to say, okay, you know, I need to, I need to resolve this so I can move forward because I agree with you. All right. So there's a couple of things that, that are going on there with what you're saying, Sarah. And I love that you're being so real and like, you're, you're not hiding. You're like, Hey, look for me, it's personal here. You know, so that I appreciate that. So there's two things going on with you, though, is one, there's our zone of genius, our zone of brilliance. And then there is Uh, at some point I'll find it. But (laughs) well, but right. But like you're the one, you know, getting all the technology going for us, testing the mics and stuff. And maybe your role, Nairi, is the face of Avante woman. And maybe your role is that you keep her grounded and you're the one keeping the train on the tracks. I have a partner like that, Michael, who's very analytical. He's the researcher. He's the investigator. He's always about refining and making it better. Me, I'm out there hunting and gathering and taking the arrows and the bullets and learning by doing. And that would just like terrify him but he keeps me grounded and we keep refining. So that's different than a fear. I think as far as entrepreneurs go, and I mentioned this book before, The E-Myth by Michael Gerber, we have different roles we play in our business. And the whole idea is to move from being the technician, the worker bee into the manager who's delegating to elevate and duplicating you, yourself, and processes and systems that ultimately you get to entrepreneur where you truly have time and financial freedom, where the business doesn't need you to run. It doesn't mean you're not working. It doesn't mean you're not doing anything. It just means that you have freedom. So there is that operating in your zone of brilliance so that your zone of brilliance might not have you in front of the camera. That might not be your area, but as far as a fear, of putting yourself out there, you know, like I was sharing in the free training I was doing in my women's group today, it's usually a fear of either you're not photogenic or your camera's shy, or you don't know what to say, you don't think you have anything valuable to say, or it's performance anxiety, you're just worried about, you know, people judging you or doing a good job. Or it just may be fear of technology, it could be a variety of things. But how about how about cultural fears? You know, some of us from cultural come from fears. cultures. Yeah. 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 Like um, that, that, that could be very real. I mean, I'm a white woman. So, I mean, <laughs> other than being a woman, uh, but I've grown up with a lot of diversity, you know, yeah. I grew up traveling, but so fear, here's an exercise. If you have a fear and this is for you, Sarah and Nairi, but all your audience is, mm-hmm. I remember when I sold a business and I was very vulnerable in, in the position of selling it. I had a lot of people interested in it 
and I had people working for me and I offered to sell it to one of them and she said no. And then I had another gal who was a single mother who I really bent over backwards to sell this to this business to her. And then, then I found out shortly while I was in that process, I found out by accident that the original one that was my main girl that I tried to sell it to had been stealing my clients out from under me way before oh. I started to sell the business for like a year and a half. She had been slandering me to my clients, stealing my clients and building her own business. And she had access to all my, my database and everything. And it was devastating. It was devastating. And then I just started to see this pattern of betrayal in my life. And, and that was just like, what is it about me? You know, mm. and it made me very gun shy about starting up another business. And so I started journaling and I started this process called chase the fear. And I shared this in the training, Nairi. I don't know if you had left by then, but it's having a dialogue with the fear whatever the fear is, having a dialogue with it in a journal and giving it a persona and, and dialoguing with it. Well, what do you want? What do you, because fear is often there trying to protect you with something, whatever. And I call it chasing down the fear. And in that journaling exercise, ask yourself, well, what if, what if I don't make enough money? Okay. Well, I can't pay my bills. Okay. So what if I can't pay my bills? What will that mean? All right. Well, my, my, electricity gets turned off or I lose my apartment. Okay. Well, would I survive that? Yeah, I would survive it. I wouldn't like it, but I could survive it. And you just keep chasing it down. And I got to a point where many years ago, I just didn't want to have fear about money anymore. And so I thought, well, I'm confident about my ability to learn things. I'm really smart. I have a high IQ so I can learn things. I have a strong work ethic, so I'm willing to put in the time. I like to learn things and I'm confident in my ability to make money. If I have to drive Uber and deliver papers, whatever it's gonna take, I don't have so much pride that I'm not willing to do what I've gotta to do to be fiscally responsible. So I chased down this fear and the worst it got for me was living in my car with my dogs. Yeah. And yeah, and that was my bottom. I mean, yeah. that was it. And, and then what happened is liberation, like, oh, well, then what? Well, I would have my car, I would have my dogs, I would, be, I would find a way to make some money and I would start crawling back out of the hole and I would rebuild and I would get a little apartment and then I would this and then I would do that and I started rebuilding in my right. mind. So yeah, I don't want that to happen. But when you confront fear, you realize, what a phony it is. Fear yeah. is a phony. It's a fake. And I say F fear. That's a big phrase of mine is F fear. Freaking you know, fear. Can I, um, I think you bring up such an excellent point about fear. And one of the things that, you know, I've thought about, and I know in conversations with other women, of course, there's the what you would expect fear of failure, but you know, if you've got the entrepreneurial spirit, I don't know that that's a major um, fear. I don't know, but sometimes, and it may be a bit of an oxymoron fear of success. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. Because there's responsibility. I'm turning my AC off so that there isn't background noise. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people are are just as terrified of success because I I think um, mainly it's the responsibility that comes with it. Yeah. Now people are going to expect things. Of That's right. That's you right. Know? It's almost like we're addicted to becoming. Yeah. Rather than being yeah. yeah well let's let's talk a little about frustration um i know i'm kind of i i we're moving away from fear and which is a big topic on its own but what about frustration when it comes to mindset how do we you know there's a lot of frustration that happens as you're building your new business your um there's two steps forward one step back sometimes three steps back and it's yeah. just constant back and forth, back and forth. So there's a lot of frustration. Some things may not um, go at the speed in which you want it to, to happen. Let's talk a little about that, Rihanna. How do we overcome yeah. that frustration? How do we, where is the mindset supposed to be when it comes to frustration? Yeah. These are good. And I like how you're, I mean, even though I gave you the material, the way you're, you're using that these bullet points to ask me these questions, it gets me thinking. So here the thing is around mindset is fear, frustration, and failure are part of the entrepreneur journey. Make peace with that, ladies. Fear is- Say it again, Rihanna. Say it again. Fear, Fear, frustration, and failure are part of the process on the entrepreneurial journey to success. Okay, so- Make peace with that, ladies. Make peace with that. that. Make yes. peace with that. So fear is the, the uncertainty of an unknown outcome and being afraid of it being negative. But, mm-hmm. you know, Tony Robbins and other people talk about state changes. We talk about changing your state and NLP. Well, excitement is physically the same thing happens in the body with excitement as does with fear. If the cortisol rises, you're your blood pressure rises, all that. But the difference between fear and excitement is excitement is anticipation of something positive happening. It's still an unknown, but you're being optimistic. So excitement is an optimism about the unknown and uncertainty. And fear is, um, you know, just anticipating something negative. And I remember when I was making a move and I'll get to frustration, I was making a move and there was a lot going on and my back went out. Like literally I was bent over like a little old lady, like going to the bathroom was excruciatingly painful. It was just like, and I'm in the middle of a move. And I remember standing, it was a Kodak moment. I was standing in my kitchen and I realized I could embrace uncertainty. Mm. Like, I'm just going to try that on. I'm just going to let it, let there be uncertainty. I'm not going to stress out about it. I'm going to embrace it. And what I've learned for me, a powerful way that I manifest is I just stay focused on what I want. Mm. I stay focused on my intentions and I don't worry about how, because too many magical things have happened for me and I've lived an interesting life because of it, because I was just clear about what I wanted, but I didn't care about how I got there. 
And the how just kind of showed up in some magical, wonderful, unexpected way. So fear is where we begin. Now, once you get going, fear is the uncertainty. Like, should I start? What if I fail the new business? Oh, I don't know, marketing or sales or whatever. And then there's frustration. Frustration is now you're in the process. Okay, okay. now you're in your business. And I'll tell you, my, my first year back in my own coaching business, because I've had a coaching business a couple of times, um, it was all this organic marketing on social media. I would invest tens of thousands of dollars in training and learning and blah, 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 with people that never delivered the results. It was so freaking frustrating. Mm -hmm. And so I just figured things out on my own. Yeah, I would get training. So now what I've done is invested with Ryan Dice's company, Digital Marketer. And I'm just like, okay, I want to be confident, period, about all aspects of marketing. I'm going to get certified in every aspect of digital marketing. So I've started that process. And so frustration is when you know an outcome that you want or a skill, like for mm -hmm. example, marketing or sales, because right. when you're an entrepreneur, I don't care what product or service you have, you are selling. I'm sorry to break the bad news to all of you who say, ooh, I'm not a salesperson. Yes, everybody is selling it's something. Right. You're selling yourself. You're selling your ideas. You're selling your values. You're selling your product or service. But there's a whole new wave of transforming what selling is. And so when you're learning a new skill and you know what you, where you want to be, but you have not developed the skill, you have not mastered that skill yet. It's super frustrating to see where you want to be and not be able to get there because you're stumbling over yourself. And a good example of that is I wanted to learn how to type faster. This was many years ago. And I thought, wow, because what I got was, wow, if I could type faster, I could get so much more done, you know? <laughs> and so I found I love this that. program, I found this program online. And it was free. And it's just like this digital you yeah. know, board. And in order to progress from one lesson to the other, you had to have a certain level of accuracy and a certain level of speed. Accuracy wasn't usually the issue for me. It was speed. And I was glad I was living alone at the time. This is when I was living down in Mexico and Baja at the time, because I was like a little baby throwing a tantrum when I would get stuck on these <laughs> plateaus where I was so frustrated because I could, I was one second away from advancing to, and I would type this damn thing over and over, like literally hundreds of times. And I was so <laughs> sick about the pandas in the rainforest of the Amazon and, but, you know, like I would know. And, but then what I learned through practicing and being resilient and persevering and determined, which are key oh, yeah. qualities you need to have as an entrepreneur is that if I hung in there and I kept practicing and I kept just dealing with the frustration, I would master my skill and I bumped to the next level. So after that, that happened a couple of times, I no longer got frustrated anymore. I went, oh, I'm just hitting another plateau of where my mastery is limited. And if I keep practicing and I just keep hanging in there, and I eventually went from typing 25 words a minute, 20 to 25, it was pathetic. I was like, <laughs> to not looking but like I probably typed 65 70 words a minute not you know I'm not going to be a secretary I, but it's yeah. fast enough for me and I was like okay I'm done with this 
that was frustration. Frustration is when you are trying. And what happens is a lot of people stop there. That is the most difficult journey of learning a new skill or starting a new business is you're not willing to put the work in. Mm -hmm. So I have a phrase, practice it to master it and be willing to do the work. Yeah. You know, you've got to be willing to do the work and that's how you overcome frustration. And then once you have a little experience with that, you're like, oh yeah, I'm feeling frustrated. Okay, whatever. I'm learning something new. Well, that reminds me of one of Malcolm Gladwell's um, books. And I love reading his books where he talks about all the successes and the, and the individuals who are so well known for their industry, whether it's Kobe Bryant or, um, you know, Michael Jordan, Michael or, Jordan or anybody in business. It's 10,000 hours yeah. of constantly practicing, yes. practicing, even if you're at the top, you're still practicing. And I think that's one of the things with, with an entrepreneurial spirit, you know, there's a lot of learning and that learning helps overcome frustration. Like the example you shared, I think is really (laughs) cute uh, with the typing, but you took an online course. And I think that's what a lot of entrepreneurs do is, you know, taking online courses, they're listening to podcasts like ours, Mm -hmm. they're reading books, they're getting coaching from people like yourself. And, um, and, you know, well, I think uh, it's important, Sarah, too, to, Something you're pointing out here is to show people that you don't have it all together. I struggled, you know, the things that I coach people on, I don't, I don't coach or do anything in my business that I personally have not struggled with or have experience with because there's the credibility. And I, you're bringing up such a great point, Sarah, that, you know, um, they got that way. They weren't always that way. They had their own journey oh, yeah. to mastery. Right. And, you know, we only my see personal that philosophy, they're awesome. At, right. Yeah. And, and Nighty probably knows this, but like my personal philosophy is I know I don't know a lot, but if I don't know it, I'll say I don't know it, but yeah. I'm happy to learn it. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to say, hey, I don't know it. Help me out here. To, to anybody, or I'll yes. go to someone who does know it and learn from them. There's so. the key right there is having the humility to ask for help. Like last year, I probably spent tens of thousands of dollars just trying to learn organic marketing on social media, predominantly Facebook. Yeah. And there was a lot of frustration and of fear. Course. I had a, a fear I overcame when I fought, hired, hired my first marketing coach. And I spent $7,500 on her program to learn how to sell with webinars. And she sucked. And her material was hard to get through. It was dated. And she oh didn't gosh. care. And she cut me off at eight weeks. I spent $75. Oh. She was done. And she did not coach me. She did my huge <coughs> disservice. Now, I've, I learned that skill. And I've been able to use it. But it was so frustrating. Frustrating and I had just faced my worst fear that I would spend Mm. thousands of dollars and not get results. And now I know what that feels like. And I thought, okay, I never want to be that person for someone where they don't get what I promised. So, you know, as entrepreneurs or women who are, you know, embracing the whole entrepreneurship uh, world, I think, you know, we can never cease to be hungry from 
acquiring knowledge. So we're always, you know, we're always learning. And again, as Sarah um, and you mentioned, humility is the most important thing. When you don't know it, say, I don't know it and find out. Yes. We can find out, you know, there's ample information out there. But again, you know, as you mentioned, Rayana, the first, uh, the most important element as we begin is our mindset, something that yeah. we have to build on. It's, it's the first, you know, uh, building block. So um, I know we're at 25 minutes, almost wrapping it up. So share with us as we wrap up um, your last few words about months, mindset, its significance, and how, um, what do you recommend to women entrepreneurs? How can they work on their mindset? So, yeah. Yeah, well, and, and to just address failure, um, stop being afraid of failing. You're going to fail. Mm. Yeah. Fail forward and ask for help. And this is why I say why coaching has become so popular is it gets you there faster and easier and it helps you avoid a lot of the pitfalls and um, stumbling around in the dark. And But you are still gonna make mistakes on your way to mastering your craft and figuring out your marketing. Marketing is a big, huge experiment. Even mm -hmm. if you know what you're doing, you've gotta like, th that message doesn't work. It can't be attached to anything, ladies. I have changed my programs and tweaked things. I'm always experimenting to find out when, when are you getting the results that you want? That's all failure is, is trying things until you get the result you exactly. want. Exactly. So if you let go of it, meaning anything about you, it doesn't mean anything about you. It just means you haven't figured out the right recipe or formula right. yet. I mean, so you know, very, very successful entrepreneurs out there, they failed a thousand times. And what we hear about is that that one success. Yes. If I may add, you know what Thomas just uh, Thomas Edison said, mm -hmm. he said, I have not failed. I just found 10,000 ways that don't won't work. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And can you imagine? I mean, think of the resiliency and determination and perseverance to create the light bulb, which we so take for granted right mm -hmm. now, like 10,000 attempts. Like, I mean, even a thousand attempts is mind boggling. If you think about it, like the, the, that he had this vision that was something no one else had created and was determined to figure it out. And he didn't give up, like, thank God for that, right? Endurance. So oh, yeah. what I would say around mindset in general is don't let fear, frustration, and failure stop you. Befriend them. You know, have them be allies. When you're fearful, it just means you're starting something new. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and you don't know what to expect yet. So get help. When you're frustrated, it just means you haven't mastered a skill yet yet. So get help. It speeds up that learning curve. And if you're failing, again, there's an opportunity to get help because that's, I think, why coaching has become so popular is because it's a way to shortcut your success. It's a way to have someone be your Sherpa on the path to entrepreneurial success because they're like, oh, wait a minute, this curve's a tricky one. You're not alone, you know, we're, we're not alone. And entrepreneurship can feel very lonely, especially in a virtual reality, like we're all living in more now since the pandemic is just reach out, ask for help, humility. Like you said, Nairi, being humble enough to say, I don't have all the answers. Mm -hmm. I've been wanting to do the digital marketer 
you know, certifications and training for years, finally I was ready and I'm doing them because I realized there's a lot about marketing I don't know. I've just been stumbling around figuring it out. And now I want more certainty and confidence. I want to master those skills. And I've been an entrepreneur for 30 years and have been coaching entrepreneurs for 22 years. There's always more you can be learning. That's great. Sarah? No, I think this was wonderful. I think I just have a quote to just kind of end with on my, um, you know, how Elrod said, your level of success will rarely exceed your level of personal development because success is something you attract by the person you become. And, uh, and love, love it. Love yeah. it. And, and it reminded me of that quote with what we started out in the beginning of this podcast, Rihanna. It's that perception. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And what I would end with is don't let fear, frustration, and failure stop you. Take action, no excuses, just results. Be fearless. Um, so yeah. what if you fail? So what if you're afraid? So what if you're frustrated? Doesn't mean that has to stop you. Don't let that stop you. Don't yeah. let fear, frustration, and failure stop you. Fabulous, ladies. Rihanna, this was fantastic. And actually, well, what I will end with is something we just posted on the Avanti Woman uh, Instagram is um, be afraid and do it anyway. Right. Yes. It. Yeah. Love that. Be afraid and do it anyway. Yes. So, Thank you, Rayana. And uh, my my last piece of advice is, ladies, um, those of you who have embraced the world of entrepreneurship, reach out to a really good coach. Have them as your friend, your partner, walking this journey with you. And the best person I can recommend is Rayana Starr with uh, <laughs> Catalyst Thank Coaching you. Solutions. She can hold your hand and just show you and help you really navigate um, this journey and this world with uh, having, you know, a very strong mindset as you proceed with your business. So thank you so much for tuning in. And um, we look forward to having you next time for the second part, uh, the second um, podcast in a three part series. And we will be talking about habits and routine, right, Rayana? Yeah. So awesome. Taking action. Taking action. Have a wonderful day, everyone, and take care of yourselves and each other. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye, ladies. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. For more engagement, you can find us at The Avanti Woman on all social and media platforms. Follow us on Instagram. Join our community group on Facebook to chat. Subscribe to our YouTube for our latest videos. You can rate us five stars on Spotify and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for helping us reach even more Avanti women just like you.